Hello there, it's Gareth here, and welcome to this episode 78 of the podcast. I hope you're well. So, today's title of the episode is Speeding. What could that be to do with, do you think? I'll give you a couple of minutes to think about what I'm going to talk about. What do you think I might be talking about today? Am I talking about going through life quickly? Am I talking about going through life and navigating it with speed and ease? No, I'm actually going to talk today about the fact that yesterday I got a letter through the post. Beautiful letter. I like getting letters. Don't we all? It's nice to have something, isn't it? When a letter comes to you, always feel a bit special. Um, but these are the kind of letters when you get them, you don't feel that special when you've opened it because the letter was from West Yorkshire Police um, in notifying me that they intended to prosecute me for speeding. So booty got done for speeding. Ugh. A couple of weeks ago now, I'd been across seeing, I think it was John or Rihanna. I might have seen Jean John and Rihanna. I, got, I was in Meltham anyway. I was coming back from Meltham. Um, to Wakefield through a place called New Hill, New Mill, whatever it's called. It's one of those anyway. It's a, it's a road where there's always, oh, well, not always, but on occasions there is a mobile speed unit, you know, the the guy in the white van with the little kind of camera. And um, I went past it a little bit too quickly. Um, I was somewhat distracted and I, I was annoyed when I went past because I've travelled that road many times and the road between where I go in Meltham and Humphirth and back to Wakefield is throng with speeding cameras, fixed ones especially. So I'm really careful, I'm really conscious of my speed. And for some reason, whether I was distracted or what, I, I, I ended up going through New Mill and I saw the speed van in front of me, banged on the brake because I recognised it, realised I was coming down from 40 and thought, I don't even know what it is around here, and found out it was a 30. And they did me at 36, 36 miles an hour. So I got a letter. Open the letter up, you know, dear Mr. Boot. In fact, there was no dear Mr. Boot, it's just Gareth Boot. They don't even, they don't even got the politeness to say dear on it. It's just a very standard letter. I'm sure anybody listening to this, certainly in the UK, has got them. But I know we do speeding elsewhere, so all my American listeners, you'll you'll know about speeding. Fill this form in, please. Send it back. So I filled the form in, I've sent it back this morning. Now, I'm mentioning it for this reason. I've been done for speeding in my entire driving life. So, anyway, I'm 51 now. I started. I was driving from 17. It was quite a long time. I've been done four times, um, all of them by. Do I, I've not been stopped by a car. Basically, I've never been stopped by somebody behind me on a motorway flashing a light and giving me a ticket. They've always been either a, a side of the road speed camera, a static speed camera, or they've been a mobile unit with somebody with a speed gun. And then I've got the letters later. And I remember getting them in the past and I was so angry and I used to get so annoyed. Um, but I'll be honest, my attitude these days towards these kind of things is very different. And I wanted to explain it today because I think if you can get what I'm going to talk about in this episode and you can deploy it in your life when things come along that are not particularly pleasant or we, do, we wouldn't, you know, we, we'd choose not to have happen, um, it can really save you a lot of time fretting and worrying. So in the past, I would get the... the I would get the, um, the the letter, I'd read it, and I'd come up with ways of how to get out of it. You know, have they sent it on time? Um, you know, was that me? Can I say it was somebody else? You know, but, but never, I never did. I always end the same thing. I used to end up coming to the same situation where, despite all that energy and bullshit I put into it, trying to think of ways out of it, excuses, writing letters, trying to find some loopholes, I'd always come back to having to fill in the form, send it off, and you get the points. Um, which is not true, actually. No, I've got to say I've, all, I've had two, I don't know what it's like anywhere else in the world, but in the UK, we get the opportunity sometimes, if we're lucky enough, for not to get the points in this license. We actually get given um, a chance to go on a speed awareness course. So what you do is you've still got paid a fine, you know, they're still getting their money. Um, 
but you don't get the points. So I've had two lots of points, and I've been on two speed, um, speed camera awareness course things. And it's over four years now since I was last done for speeding, so I may well get another chance to go on a course, which I'd like, because I don't really want the points. But this time, different to the other times, as soon as it came through, my attitude now is when difficult things come along, handle them straight away. Now, always handle them from a factual perspective. So the fact is, they sent me a, a letter and it says I was doing 36 mile an hour in a 30 mile an hour zone. Well, let's look at the facts. Do I know that I was speeding? Do I know I was doing over 30 miles an hour? The answer is yes, because when I saw my speed dial and I saw the van, I was doing 40, so I managed to get it down to 36. Did I know the area was a 30 mile an hour zone? The answer is, I didn't think it was. I thought it was a 40, because it goes into a 50. I thought it was a 40 mile an hour zone. So whose fault is that? Let's look at the facts here. Is it the fault of the signs? No, there's plenty of signs there. If I looked at the signs, it says clearly 30. So whose fault is it that I was? I didn't know it was a 40, a 30, I didn't know it was a 30? Me. So I was going fast and it's my fault for not knowing. So sometimes you've got to put your hands up, hold your hands up and say, this is was a mistake. I made a mistake and the consequence of that mistake is this. Now, I could have spent all yesterday afternoon fretting about this. I could have spent time online looking for ways to get out of it. I think you could even employ barristers now who will do it for you. So I could have paid all this money for a barrister to just get me. Why would I lose my peace over this? There are things that have come out of this for me. One is, I have to say, I thought I'd been done for speeding on this road before. And many a few months ago, and I, and I kind of got well, I know I got away with it because I did go past the camera, it was a static camera, and I was doing 40 mile an hour, and it definitely was a 30. So I got off on that case, I got lucky. But since that time, I've been really careful about driving, so it's caused me to slow down my driving. Ask anybody who gets in the car with me these days, I don't drive as quickly as I used to because I'm conscious of speeding. So it's caused me to slow down. What this letter has caused me to do is take more care in areas when I'm not sure what the speed is. So now I think if I don't know what the speed is, I've got to make the assumption it's 30, which is kind of what they tell you on speed awareness course. And, I'll, and you learn from it. So I've learned something. It will cost me a fine. It may cost me some points on my license. If it's not the points, it'll cost me half a day of my life to go to a speed awareness course. But you can use difficult things as a way to learn something. And that's what you should do. So don't sit there trying to come up with ways you can you can you know beat the police. You know, remember that song by is it the Clash? I fought the law. Yeah, what happened? And the law won. The law always wins. We have rules, regulations that we have to abide by and live by. We may not like them. We may not agree with them. You know, what's my view of a speed camera in a place kind of like New Hill or New Mill where I got caught speeding round the corner, hid under a tree in a place where there's nobody either side that you're ever going to touch or knock? Do I agree with that? Doesn't matter. I don't actually, I think it's an easy cop, but that's why it's there. But it doesn't change the fact that it's there, it's the law and I've broken it. So when you accept the facts, so if you've got something come up to you, for you, or it does come up for you, that you feel aggrieved by, you must look at these things first. Firstly, is what's being said to you, whether it's the police are saying something to you, like an intended to prosecution, or somebody said something to you, starts off by this, what are the facts? Are the facts correct? Is what somebody's accusing you of or something that somebody's said about you, is that thing true? And the answer is yes or no. So for me, um, I did go onto the, the website because they give you a chance on these speed things to look at your the evidence they've got. And there's a picture of my car, clearly my car. Um, is the picture of me in it? You can't see me clearly because the sun's shining, but I know it's my car. 
So I've seen the evidence. So is it true? Yes. So if I was in doubt, I would have checked the evidence. So the same with you. If you're in doubt about something, is there evidence you can check? And does the evidence back up the accusation or what somebody's saying? If it is, then you're dealing with the facts that what somebody's saying about you or the accusation is correct. Live with that. Get over it quickly. Secondly, once you've done that, take the action required to do whatever is necessary. So if somebody says something like, you know, it could be simple as like, oh, you've you've parked your car funny outside your house. I know people have said that to me in the past. I've once somebody said, you parked your car in the wrong place. And, you know, what do you mean? You're telling me... Had I parked in the wrong place? What's the evidence? There's my car. It's in the wrong place. Yes, it was. So I moved it. If the evidence supports what somebody's saying and there's action required, take it straight away. This thing that I got, this letter, I record, I got it in the post. I opened it. I read it. There's no massive... Was there an emotional touch to it? I did think, ah, bollocks. You know, I, I wasn't particularly happy. Man, it goes, no, it's going to cost me 60 quid. But I didn't waste any more time once I'd recognised what it was, filled it in, letter on it, take it to the letterbox, post it. It's done now. And it's not going to affect my peace. It may affect my driving license with three points, and it will affect my bank account with a fine, but it's not going to affect my peace. This is why this is important that we deal with things when they come up. We look at the facts, deal with the action, then move on. So those are the three, the three things you do. Is the evidence to support it? Is this accusation? Is this thing true? Yes. If it is, yes, bang. If it's not true, that's a whole different kettle of fish. If I had gone onto that website and seen the evidence and it was a car that looked like mine and I knew it wasn't mine, there is a way I can tell it's my car. It's with a number plate. And 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 I knew it was my car. But if it, if it was a completely different looking car or the number plate was different and it was wrong, well, then you should stand up and you should say, no, this is an injustice because that's very different. Dealing with something that's an injustice is very different to dealing with something that's fact. Just because you don't like what has happened to us or what we've done. So you, you agree, take the evidence as a first step, Yes, I did it. Hands up, it's me. Accept responsibility. Secondly, take the necessary action that's come from you taking that responsibility. And then thirdly, move on. So when tough stuff comes up, if you look at it like that, is the evidence to support it? Yes, if it is, hands up. Take the action necessary to, re, to, to, to resolve the situation and then move on. Those three things, you can do them quickly and they will stop you from getting pissed off and angry. And if you ask somebody right now who knows what I'm talking about, the next time, or if you ever get a speeding ticket, don't waste your time looking for some company online to try to get you off it. Put your hands up, accept responsibility, take the fine, and then slow the fuck down, okay? That's what I'll be doing going through New Mill, New Hill, whatever it's called, going forward. I will be abs- I guarantee you I will never go to that place again anything above 30 mile an hour. So it's really funny. We can sometimes hate the boundaries and the laws, but they do change us if we allow them to, and they'll change us for the better. Because did you know this? If you actually drive at the speed limit all the time, and I do know this because I say I don't drive that fast these days. I just lost my attention that day. Got to remember that. You actually get there on time. You don't take. You don't get a lot there a lot quicker by speeding. And secondly, cheaper. If you keep your car at a certain level, which is generally within the speed limit, you'll use less fuel, use less tyres, use less wear and tear. So actually there's a financial benefit as well. I learned that in my last speed awareness course. Who knows? If I go on another one, actually I'll do a podcast about it and tell you what it's like. They might have updated them because I think I've been on two. The first one I went on was absolutely bollocks. It was like getting your finger pointed at you and berated. You're like being a naughty schoolboy for for two hours. The second was really informative. I enjoyed. So if I go on another one, I'll give you my feedback on that. So there you go. Hope you've enjoyed the episode. Let's just go over the three points again. Repetition. You've got to get it repeated. So you remember it. 
Something happens, boom. Is there evidence to support it? Yes, I've done something wrong, boom. Hands up, the accusation's correct. Secondly, take the necessary action. And thirdly, move on. There you go. I'll see you tomorrow for another episode. Until then, take care.